Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. I'm Justin. You can find me on uh, the Shanlin on Batman podcast at Shanlin on Bat on Twitter. All right. Hey, welcome aboard, man. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Glad to have you. Uh, so before we start the show, um, welcome to the DC Cinematic Minute podcast. So we'd like to know before we start minute number 96 today, just kind of like your thoughts about Dawn of Justice in general. Um, how many times you've seen it maybe, or you like the ultimate cut, the theatrical cut, do you not like the film at all? <laughs> so I've seen the film probably like 15 times. I saw the film five or six times in the theater. I enjoy it. I think the ultimate Damn. cut is the definitive version of this film there's obviously the you know the whole bvs backlash that led into like justice league and you know all that craziness that surrounded you know bvs um i think that the film is unfairly i'm trying to think of the right word i think it's unfairly um compared to other films i think that's what Zack snyder did was a pretty amazing job. If you look at this film, it feels, especially the Ultimate Edition, it feels like Watchmen, uh, which which is which is like one of my all-time favorite films. Um, there's obviously some issues with Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, but overall, I enjoy it. Um, I think that they're what they were go- what Zach was going for was, you know, an intense, uh, thought-provoking uh, superhero film that a lot of uh, fans like myself yearn for compared to like the other you know what what has come bef- what has come through like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, well, did you, um, did you um, when you saw Dawn of Justice, Justice five or six times in theaters? Were you just as excited just as excited then? Uh yeah, like I I was able to see it early, part of like the press screening, and I enjoyed it. Uh, like I really like. I, I thought that it was going to be, be considered like one of like the top echelon or top tier uh, superhero films. Unfortunately, a lot of, you know, the critics, bloggers, a lot of them, you know, d- did not like it. But each time that I went into it, I got I was, like there was something I was able to pull something else out of it that, uh, that I wasn't able to see, you know, in previous, in previous, uh, viewings. Cool. Awesome. Alrighty. Well then let's get right into it. So today we're going to be talking about minute number 96 and it's going to start with, uh, Lois calling Clark wondering where he is while also watching news about the coverage. And then the minute's going to end with Lois Lane telling Superman or Kal-El or Clark Kent, however you want to refer to him. Um, that the idea of Superman is sometimes all people have. Um, so we have a Superman in some serious doubt in this minute. For um, sure. For sure. Uh, to kind of recap people, uh, since we're starting a new week. So the Senate Capitol, the U.S. Capitol building has been uh, terrorized. Is that a <laughs> verb? Is that how you say yeah. it? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. It got bombed, man. It got bombed, for sure. And uh, so Superman has gone missing for quite a bit. Quite a bit? Maybe 
uh, the day, the next day, right? Yeah, I guess he was just gone because he was in front of the building and then he left. And then he zoomed off. Yeah, and then he was gone for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then now we're here. He doesn't go to the mountains yet. He hasn't gone to the mountains yet. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know what he was doing for a whole day. Just (laughs) clearing his mind, I guess. Yeah, so Lois Lane is, is trying to call him, trying to find him. And sure enough, he doesn't come down like he doesn't fly down to her she doesn't he doesn't show up at the door doesn't show up as clark kent either he's still in his superman outfit from that day like still in uniform basically Mm -hmm. outside her yeah he's just there he's just on the balcony yeah you think he heard her dialing the phone she called him like a couple times yeah how does he know i think he probably heard her you know he's always listening to her (laughs) yeah it is interesting right how they like decided how they were going to have superman show up right now just or just in this moment yeah yeah it's like he's just there you never really see superman just kind of there right i guess not well like superman has this weird thing of him being like really creepy outside of lois lane's apartment like if you saw superman returns <laughs> here we go yeah again where he just kind of like peering off but like i have a whole like i've I don't really like these scenes. I definitely don't like the scene of the Capitol building. I think that the the scenes like this actually do the overall story a disservice. Um, if you we were to look at like obviously you said last time you guys talked about like the bombing of the Capitol. Well, I don't have issues with the actual bombing. I have issues with like Clark going to the Capitol, and he's like supposed to uh, like give this speech to to congress and he says nothing like he literally could have he could have been like look i'm an alien from from across you know many many galaxies away i'm new to this to this you know earth i i tried my best to save people but unfortunately um i was unable to and like here we are at this scene it's just more of this really like dour Superman, like, or he's even, you know, or he's looking and doubting himself, which I don't really, like, I get what they're trying to do, but I don't really care for this version of Superman. Um, like he's like in the scene, he says, you know, uh, maybe low, he says something like maybe I wasn't looking for it or, you know, for the bomb or something, but like, to me, like that doesn't hold overall the service to, Superman, uh, especially within like these DC films, um, I, I I think he gives like a great performance, but the material that he given really it just wasn't. It, it's for you. it's not, right. it's not that it wasn't for me. Like I when I first you know saw it a couple times, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a very powerful moment. But if you were to look at it like in the context of history. I just don't think that story-wise it works. Like, like kind of like having, like looking back at this film, like these moments right here don't work, and that's what the overall issue with these film this film is is that the film itself, uh, unfortunately, with as powerful the scene is, it doesn't. It's not progressing the story. You're kind of like it's kind of like stopping it. Like I feel like that this. The, the sequence, you know, at the Capitol building would have been uh, more memorable. And this scene right here would have would have been more poignant if he actually 
you know, gave a speech instead of just walking into the con- walking into you know the Senate hearing, and there's absolutely and he doesn't say anything. Why go there then in the first place if you're not gonna like? He literally could have just, uh, you know, with his loud vo- booming voice, he literally could have just said something from like across the country, and they could have heard him. Or he didn't even need to show up in the first place. It just it doesn't work. And I get, like I said, I get what the story, like the filmmakers were trying to do. But for me anyway, it just is like, well, here's a missed opportunity where you can actually, you know, you can have Kal-El, like, you know, respond to the criticism of him as a superhero. Because that's what, like, the whole buildup to him is is like like that charlie rose moment is like must there be a superman well here here's a good opportunity for superman to say look if i go have a sandwich hundreds of thousands of people can die if i go (laughs) if i take a bathroom break like there could be you know war in rwanda like these things you know matter i i'm learning as i go like i'm new to this whole hero thing but unfortunately that's not really what is going on in here and it's unfortunate like that the that sort of aspect yeah. wasn't truly explored and i think that chris terrio and zach Snyder are great filmmakers i love Watchmen; it's one of my all-time favorite movies i really enjoy this but if we were to like dissect this this scene and like really pull it pull the onion peel back it really there's there's really not a lot of substance it. to it because you 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 lead up to that moment we're we're building to this moment at the at the senate it's important that you know you know Kalel finally has an opportunity to to uh to finally say I mean if you like even when we go back even further you know uh Kalel when he's in you know, the bathtub of Lois or like that scene, like as it's building up there, he's like, well, Lois, I don't care about like what people think. Okay. Well, if you don't care about what people think, then why are you going here in the first place? See, it just, it, it, it's not, it's, I know I'm kind of going on a tangent. Just, it's like th- this, this, these moments no, right fine, here, I, Go for it. <laughs> I have major issues with because this could have been a huge po- moment for you know, a lot of the criticism of Heaven Cavill is he's kind of like there's no levity. He's he's really dour. He's really dark. He, which is you know like going for something, but you have to have that. You have to have those moments. Yeah. Like what what makes George Bailey such a great uh, character and It's a Wonderful Life is he yeah he goes to this dark place, but you see you see where he's coming from. And so far for two films now, we see this character, he's kind of the same. He's not really growing as a person. He's not actually stepping, he's not putting himself out there. You know, I, you know like that's, as in, in mm-hmm. the interaction between Lois and, and Superman at this point, you know, she's, she's the, she should not be the one who's like, you, should, you know, you really need to be a part of this, Clark. You need to, you need to see all the good things you're doing. And he's like, no, no, it, he, he should be the one who's like, like man, I, I really, I, I'm, I should have been, I should have done something. I, I was, un, un, unfortunately, I was unable to. Mm-hmm. Um, but there, I, I gotta go in front of some cameras. I gotta tell my side of the story. I mean, I just, yeah. Like I, I just don't feel yeah, like this, this out. Superman. Like I said, I get what they were going for, but if we were to dissect these individual moments, it really doesn't work. 
Yeah, and uh, you know, it last week was definitely a pivot. Now, was it a pivot in the right direction? And is it a pivot that we're going to make the right reactions to that? Because it's definitely a pivot. Now, I liked what you said about um, earlier when we asked you, like, how are your thoughts on the entire film? You said you think the, the film is amazing um, and that it was probably, you know, unbiasedly, right. like, attacked, you know, just what the film is. But I like that you also said, but sometimes we got to acknowledge that there are mistakes that this movie makes. And this might be one of them. Um, so, I mean, what did like, you guys, did you, when, like, is it just me or is, do you think that he <laughs> could have gone there and actually like said something? He literally could have said, he could have stood there and said, he could have given like this whole great grand speech, you know, like, like Superman, he just says, you know, people of earth, people of the United States, I, I'm, I'm happy you guys invited me here. Here's my opportunity to 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 really put my side if he literally could have said something about like if if i would have allowed zot like obviously there's all that destruction in metropolis but mm -hmm. could you imagine if i didn't go to metropolis mm -hmm. and try to stop zod what the destruction would be like it would like the whole world would have been terraformed there would be no planet earth anymore it would be it would have been new krypton like that yeah, was his he plan had to die right and he didn't he like this whole this whole moment this whole like this i feel like we're at this moment in the film and it and you know it led up from man of steel to this moment and it wasn't executed properly oh yeah this is the complete opposite of killing general zod this is what happens when you choose to do nothing and it's backfired on him like yeah this is like all right you don't want me to like step in the way of things like if i let it go because i and see, that's why I want to bring up that quote that we get in this minute. So he says um, he didn't stop it because he didn't see it. Now, is that did he choose not to see it or yeah. was he just naive and just didn't see I it? I think it's all naivety. Um, like he's I a rookie? This, is yeah. he that much of a rookie that he didn't see it? Or was <clears> he <throat> just like, no, I'm just going to give these people what they want and just I think stand it was right both. here? I think it was both. I feel like the hearing that's wasn't even for like – it. I feel like Senator Finch did not even expect that man to open his mouth at all during that hearing. I think it was just her sitting on her high horse and berating this guy and yelling at him and telling him that he's in trouble and he's grounded. I secretly think Finch had hope for Superman. Oh, no, I don't think. I think she was just like completely just say like in her way saying stop and saying, hey, mm -hmm. this is what happens when you actually act ungoverned and all this stuff. I think it was it, it was a. It was a smack on the wrist, but, you know, really strong. I don't think he ever had any chance to actually tell his own story at that hearing at all. I think it was just going to be like, hey, you're doing this. You need to stop. And what is your answer to that? And what, what, what do you expect so, him to say to that? You know? So with the bomb, though, do you, when he says, so what do you think is, uh, so with the phrase, I didn't see, I, I didn't see it because I wasn't looking. Yeah, because he wasn't thinking about. Whether or not he just, Lex Luthor was going to put a bomb in there or not. He was like, crap, I guess I got to go answer for me trying to save people. I guess I got to go explain my entire purpose to these mm -hmm. Americans. So this might be the fundamental thing, uh, Justin, that I'm going to ask you. Because you, you see that like you feel like that wasn't right. Like We could have written that a little bit better. Like, I mean, if you, so oh, 
My question if, is... If you have a giant set piece like this that has, like, it has kind of like a middle, a beginning, and an end, and we're we're dovetailing it into a next scene, and you're not, and your character comes to this pivotal in the movie, and he says nothing, like, even if he would, even if he... Tr even if at some point he would have said he would have said, "Look, I'm here to set the record straight." Boom! I would have been happy with that. But for him not to say anything, I feel like that that really doesn't do service to the 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 next scenes that come up. The, the this moment was pivotal. It's it's kind of like a turning point in the movie, and it and it has an effect on the characters. Like we see what, how Bruce Wayne reacts to it. We kind of see in the Ultimate Edition how Alfred reacts to it. We see how the people of Earth react to it. We see how you know United States reacts to it, we, and we see how Lois and Kal-El himself react to it. But for him, it, could you imagine if he if Kal-El would have said something like we. We could have we could have seen mm -hmm. how that percolated in the mind of Bruce. Well, wait a second. Maybe maybe he is right. Maybe and maybe that would have turned you know the tide for him, you know, at sooner than 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 later with his decision. I've got to destroy this yeah. this you know alien from you know another planet. Yeah, no because one, some people may may have never seen Man of Steel, and they only saw this film, so they'd be like, "Well, why is Superman even in question?" Because they don't know about the whole General Zod thing. So maybe this film needed another moment of doubt. And you know what? Uh, I'm inclined to say that your, your your argument is pretty valid because, like, what we're dealing with since the Superman that we got in Man of Steel is like a character that protects the power to make uh, make choices to choose. But also, we're dealing with a Superman that wants to be Superman. Now, what happens when we get a scene where Superman decides, maybe I don't feel like wanting to be Superman right now. Now, when you choose to be inactive and not do anything, that's what we got last week. So maybe your discontent with it is like embedded in the thought that maybe in that moment he chose not to be Superman, and that's the most upsetting part to you. I, I mean, I, I definitely see, I definitely am seeing that, but let's let's look at some of the other things that happened before this as well. Like, we remember that Charlie Rose sequence where he's saving the boat, where he saves the exploding, the, the uh, space shuttle. Like, he could have literally said, look, I, I, I've done all this stuff. I'm trying my best to rectify what happened you know, in Metropolis, you know, the battle, you know, the battle of Zod. Like, I made a mistake. Maybe I should have fought on the moon, like brought him to the moon or brought him back to the Smallville. It's just, it's, it's, to me, it's lazy writing when it's, when you have cinematic storytellers like Zack Snyder, when you have a producer in Ben Affleck, and when you have a writer in Chris Terrio. And, you know, when it got chopped down a lot too, like this, this, I feel, I feel like this is one of the scenes that kind of got shortchanged. And when we hear that there's an ultimate edition, like, oh my God, he, like, we might actually get to hear what Kella has to say about all this, all the, all the, all the backlash yeah. that he's gotten. And when I went into purchasing the ultimate edition, I was like, man, I cannot wait to see the scene. There's going to be added moments to it. You know, he, he doesn't need to give like this big presidential speech, you know, like I'm not looking for that, but, uh. Yes. But, but. He has to try. <laughs> but if he would have even said, look, I'm here to set the record straight, and there's bo a boom, a blast. At least he was tr putting in effort, and that moment would have made more sense because here he is. Hey, I'm trying to set the record straight. There's a giant blast. 
Luther knew he was going to try to set the record straight. And it kind of it kind of puts Luther's big plan into question because why 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 destroy if if you want to make Superman uh, look worse, um, why why not let him you know try to say something and then and then get him on the record, you know what I'm saying? And then you could just play that and loop. Go go to all these people because Luther wants he doesn't like Kal El at all he doesn't like this alien being I don't know like just it's, to me it's just lazy it's I I understand what they're trying to do but you don't have this entire buildup for a moment like remember in the trailers where everyone was like super excited like oh my goodness you know because there's that first trailer where you know we see that big you know giant pan down of Superman at the Capitol, and you're like, oh my God. And then you see photos of him walking inside. Like, this moment's going to be huge in the movie. It's going to pay off everything that came from Man of Steel. Because obviously there's there's some Senate, the, the, the United States government is leery of this person. Like, if we look at The Dark Knight Returns, that's kind of like the Ronald Reagan, like that whole thing. And it doesn't play that way at all. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, do I enjoy this scene? The... I know I I enjoy it because it's emotional. It brings it brings who we are like to this moment of emotion. Like it almost brought me to see tears to see you know the, the fire engulf uh, Kellel and but he's not really affected. And then the the moment where he's talking with Lois that was emotional as well. But looking back at it, looking at it from like a a year later and some and some change. Almost two years. It's just like, wait a second. Why wasn't this more fleshed out? Why didn't they? Why didn't they have these moments? Like, I see where your guys are saying, like, well, you know, like, but you don't build this whole. Like, this is the first cinematic, like, Superman actually being called in front of Congress, and we're not going to have him say a thing. It just didn't work for me. That's awesome. No, I'm about that. Um, I like how you also reference him as Kello. His points because yeah. we do the same thing. <laughs> uh, damn, that's awesome. Let's see. As a so, does it break your heart when he says Superman was never real? Yeah, it's like what th- then that whole sequence, you know, about the what does this mean on my chest? Like, the, what, what does the S stand for in Man of Steel? It stands for hope when they're questioning him. And when he was like, Superman was never real. What do you mean he was never real? Like, so that you're pretty much saying that everything that happened in the Battle of Zod didn't really matter. Like, like it's kind of a contradiction of who Superman is. Like, he's what I feel like what they were trying to do is do the Spider Man no more moment. Like, if you mm-hmm. remember in Spider Man 2, where he like, he's like, I can't be Spider Man anymore. It's yeah. everything <laughs> for me. And, you know, Kal El is like, look at all, I don't have. I lost my father. My mom's in Kansas. Lo, me and Lois are kind of on the outs. Like it, I felt like they were kind of going with that, but it doesn't work for the character. Like Superman is Superman. Like I like obviously these things need to be explored as the character of like I said, if he goes has a sandwich at, you know, or a cup of coffee, thousands of people can be killed, but it's the fact that he yeah recognizes that, but he and he kind of puts that into context. I can't be here at once. I mean, I can if I really wanted to, like we saw that in Superman the movie, we've seen that in the comics. 
but like it goes for that Spider-Man no more feel. And when he he's, when Superman says Superman was never real, well, then if Superman was never real, then why did you go there in the first place? Why did why why did you save those other like sh- the going gets tough sometimes? And you know Su- Superman is seen as this beacon who never stops, who never gives up. So at this moment, why are you saying that? Your existence doesn't mean anything. It means something. People look to you. And I think that Lois is trying to do, yeah. but unfortunately Lois is not able to to pull that out for him. And Clark is so depressed by everything that's happened. Like he can't just go to some shrink and, you know, like all this stuff. You know, like he can't sit <laughs> you're not gonna see a moment where he's sitting down with you know, Dr. Phil's kinda like talking to him and everything. That's not gonna happen. Super that's sure. not gonna that's not gonna happen so but it is what it is so let me ask you guys about a different character um what is your opinion nate i'll throw it to you first oh, what? what is your opinions about luke skywalker in the last jedi have you seen it yeah cool what is my opinion on him yeah he's what is, phenomenal what's your opinion about that depiction of luke skywalker i really like <laughs> that like you know, he referred he referred to himself as like a legend, which is kind of cool because I really like that whole doubtful Luke Skywalker, where it's like I can't just walk out there with a laser sword and expect you know to win a war for I you. I mean, guys. that's what we're expecting of him, exactly, and that's awesome. Like, it's like, yeah, you shouldn't do that. This is just one guy that the doubtful Luke Skywalker. Look at what he did. He was a complete failure in his entire life. The only thing that he did Wait, good in his whole life. The only thing that he did good was able to turn his father back from light to dark. But really that wasn't all of Luke. Anakin actually helped himself do that in the, you know, at the end there, he was still the most powerful Jedi. Luke was just there for support. Uh, and he tried to start a school and raise some kids and do that. And he failed at that. And then he failed at Ray as well. He didn't finish her training and, Yada, 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 and all this jazz. He didn't even finish okay. Ben's training. So, I mean, it's cool that, like, Luke Skywalker acknowledges that he himself is a failure, which is why I like that Superman is acknowledging that the idea of Superman yeah, I'll, can I'm, exist. I'm going to point out some quotes in this minute, but... So, I got your snap opinion. Yeah, all right, now, Justin, what is... Uh, have you seen The Last Jedi? What, do you, what are your thoughts on, on that depiction of Luke Skywalker? I have. Um... I don't think that Luke is a. Is <laughs> yeah, a that might be a little harsh. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, but I, I like I like Death pessimistic. Um, 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 yeah, I I I liked where that what they were going for. It mm-hmm. just there's individual moments that I have issues with. So he he kind of feels like Bruce from the Returns, like kind of someone who's like, man, I kind of look at what all I've accumulated throughout my life, and it's really not much. I wouldn't like I said I wouldn't say that he's, he destroyed the Death Star. He saved his friends from you know Vader. He saved Han Solo from Jabba the Hutt. He finally brought peace to the galaxy at the end of the Return of the Jedi. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, he he was able to. Um, what else was he able to do? Like he he kind of like continued on the Jedi, um, and he failed. Like 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 in in this in this iteration, I've have issues with individual moments like so the, the entire build-up for from the force awakens to the last jedi was the moment where ray you see at the end of the, the force awakens ray like she she was handing yeah luke the lightsaber right and so the very first time like oh my god i can't wait for one we haven't seen luke and for a long time two like this whole build-up we're gonna finally see that paid off 
like he's gonna look, he's gonna grab the lightsaber and he's gonna look at it, he's gonna feel it, he's gonna remember what it was like to be a Jedi because he's obviously in this, uh, he's in this exile, self-imposed yeah. exile. <clears throat> but instead, he throws it over his shoulder like it meant nothing. Like that, I didn't like that. I don't care for that yeah. interpretation. Yeah, and so uh, tomorrow's minute when we do tomorrow's minute. Um, it's going. We're gonna refer actually back to that scene in the Force Awakens and the beginning of the Last Jedi, but in this minute, um, you know, I think you know it's it's a fact that Luke Skywalker was in doubt in in the Last Jedi, and it was because he he felt like he failed um, in his little flashback, and I always felt like Kylo Ren was like the Batman who was just like obsessed with defeating this super godlike being, which is Luke Skywalker or Superman. And it's like, that's what I felt like <clears throat> the last Jedi had these tangent, these, these parallels to Batman v Superman. And so, um, but in this minute we get, uh, this little short little, I guess, monologue of Superman. He says all this time I've been living my life the way my father saw it. Um, I have a problem with that. Writing wrongs for a ghost. And then he says, thinking I'm here to do good. Um, Superman was never real. Yeah. So it's like we kind of get almost the same thing verbatim from Luke Skywalker in The Last Jedi with these these major protagonists that should in this moment be the hero that we want kind of. Like, oh, we want Superman, 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 and we want Luke Skywalker, the legend. And But in this moment, they're expressing like the utmost doubt, like, you know, Luke Skywalker was never real. Like he's just some farmer kid from Tatooine kind yeah. of thing, you know. And I like that. Yeah, that, I, mean, I, I like mean, that. Well, I like that a hero could have doubt. That's I just like that. Both, I just like that we're getting there in in stories. Like whether it's right or wrong, I don't think there is such a you can answer it that way. It just comes down to preference. Like. Do you mind stories being told this way where they express doubt and, and trying to experiment with the characters kind of like judgment? Yeah. So, but it is interesting. I, I thought I, I saw that parallel and I wanted to get your opinions of like, do you guys feel like there is a similarity between the two character depictions and are you okay with that? Or are you okay with just one of them being that way? Or you like Superman can't ex- have doubt, but I can see Luke Skywalker having doubt. Oh no, I'm I'm for it. You guys for both? Or you yeah, guys against. I, both? I'm for it, but you have to pay it off. Like if you're gonna have this character have doubt throughout the entire like the movie, then you have to pay it off at the end where he he's like, all right, I'm who I am now. I am, you know, with Superman. Mm-hmm. Like I am doubtful because of look what look what I do. Like if I. It, you know, if I, you know, land too fast, you know, I could cause an earthquake. Um, Luke Skywalker, not as, but but if you're going to have a character who doubts himself, then I feel like you pay it off where he is his fully realized version of himself at the tail end of that third act structure. That's my opinion. Cool. Yeah, I'm about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much this minute uh, unless you guys have anything else to add because lois lane what lois lane says in tomorrow's minute i'm gonna she this minute ends with her placing her hand on the l the house of l symbol 
but it ends right there. And what she says after that in tomorrow's minute, we'll have to get there. But did you okay. guys have any for this one? I'm good. Else? You are? Yeah. Justin, do you have anything else for this one? No, I'm 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 straight with it. Awesome, awesome. Alrighty, guys. We're going to wrap up for today. Find us at the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. Once you listen to this episode, hit us up. You can chat with us, other listeners, and other guests of the show. And join in on the discussion. Do you agree with certain things? Do you not agree with them? Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll catch you guys here next time on DC Cinematic Minute.